Well, hello everyone, Coach Megan here, and welcome to another episode of the Powerhouse Podcast. I don't think I've been so excited for a podcast in a very long time, and uh, today I'm going to be talking to you guys about the four C's, confidence, charisma, connection, and communication. Now, I am just going to be real. I went back and forth about releasing this as a podcast like 500 times because it's so valuable. I think I could sell this thing for hundreds of dollars, to be completely honest. That's just the salesman in me, but it is dang good. And so this is definitely a podcast that you will want to take notes on. You will want to um, watch the video. If you have not already joined Pageant Winter Secrets, our free Facebook group, you definitely want to do that. We release the videos pretty much every week um, of the podcast going on so you guys can see my face and I can wave at you um, with my lovely fake background that looks really real, except you can see my hand right now cool what green screens can do right so anyways today we're gonna be talking about these four major elements of what goes into not just like a fantastic pageant interview but also just being a really confident and um excuse me like really collected person who carries the it factor and is just like a dynamic human right so we all want eyes on us for the right reasons. And we don't want eyes on us for the wrong reasons. We want a listening ear for the right reasons. And we don't want a listening ear for the wrong reasons. We don't want people eavesdropping on our conversations. We want people captivated by the words of our mouth. We want people to marvel at our inner beauty shining through, um, and then all the way extending into our outer beauty. We don't want people staring at us because we have toilet paper on our shoe, right? So kind of setting that precedent, um, precedent, we're going to go into these four C's. And like I said, you'll definitely want to take some notes. Um, And if you're watching this in Pageant Winter Secrets, then drop a me in the comments below if you want the notes for this. And I might be nice and uh, give you all these notes. All right. So the first one is confidence. Now, I like to start by defining things because I think when we have a unified definition, it helps us to have a unified direction. So number one, a couple definitions of confidence. One is the feeling or belief that one can rely on something or someone and firm trust. Now, um, part two of this is I want you guys to think about. So with this definition, can you trust and rely on yourself as that someone? So often when I'm coaching, I will recognize that a major problem that a lot of pageant competitors struggle with is that they don't trust themselves. Now, I will say that this typically resides for women who err on the side of warmth. Um, We're going to talk about charisma next. So if you err on the side of warmth rather than power, this is something that a lot of women struggle with is they just don't trust the words coming out of their own mouths. Maybe you have ADHD, or maybe you've been told that you can't, you don't know how to land the plane. You talk too much. You're too expressive. You're not expressive enough. If you've had any any of those words spoken over you, a lot of times we take those to heart and it can be really difficult because when you take it to heart, you have to take it out of your heart. Right. And so a lot of times we just don't put those two things together and those words get implanted in our identity, not just something that happened one time. And then we act from that identity. You always act from the belief of the identity that you believe about yourself. So can you trust and rely on yourself? Do you believe in yourself? Does your word mean something? Going back to this definition, the feeling or belief that one can rely on something or someone firm trust. So just take like a gauge real quick and think about, you know, in regards to myself, where am I at in terms of a firm trust of my intellect, 
of my ability to communicate, of my ability to like what I look like externally, what I bring to the table in internally, all those things. Um, and I was laughing. I, I love like reality TV when it comes to like too hot to handle. Are you the one? I used to love The Bachelor, but I don't watch it anymore. It's gotten nah, not my favorite. Even though one of my uh, USA sisters, Susie, is on this season, which is amazing. I saw on her Instagram. Um, but I watched too hot to handle. And I, <laughs> I love those memes on Instagram where you see people like saying, uh, how you talk before and after you watch, uh, these shows with like Brits on them and Australians. And so, uh, I, I put under here, if you've watched too hot to handle another way that you could say, do you rely on yourself? Do you believe in yourself is do you back yourself? <laughs> Which they always say in too hot to handle, they say, oh, I back myself. And what that basically means is I have confidence in myself. Like if, if I were to bet on anyone, I would bet on me. And so getting to that place of confidence is super, super important. If you had a lineup of people, would you pick you? Why would you pick you? What are the things to like about you? Um, and what is there to like? You know, I, I always used to say, if you knew me, you'd like me. And even when I was at the depths of not being confident in myself, that's something that I would repeat to myself over and over when someone would choose to not like me or, you know, girls were really mean to me growing up. I would just repeat to myself, if they really knew my heart, they would like me. If they really, really knew who I was and that I had pure intentions, they would like me. And that really helped me to kind of get out of that funk of caring what people think. Um, and then my, my mom used to always say, of course I like me, what's not to like. And and whenever we'd be bullied as, as kids growing up, she'd go, what's not, what's not to like, what's not to like. And that really, um, has stuck with me for, you know, almost 29 years, which is really, really powerful. Um, a couple of things. So what causes someone to have confidence? Um, you guys can write these things down integrity and inner peace, a bunch of tiny right decisions stacked on one another appreciation of what one brings to the table and their qualities, skill or expertise, support from loved ones, faith in God and the security of salvation and eternity, trust in one's intelligence, capability, and communication skills, detachment from what others think, knowing that your worth doesn't come from others and not feeling lesser or greater, just you. Awesome. That could be a whole podcast. I'm going home. We're done. Just kidding. Okay. So number two, charisma. Um, you guys have heard me say this a million times, but charisma is power, presence, and warmth. Now, what I'm going to do quickly through charisma, since I've talked about this a billion times is I'm going to give you a bunch of other synonyms, and I'm going to show you how all of these three things fit into power, presence, or warmth. And if you want, one thing that you could do is you could stop this exercise, stop this podcast video. Um, and you could go through and literally like assign each of these to power, presence, or warmth, and then figure out which one of these you are lacking in, which of these you are. And, um, you know, it's a, it's a great thing for you to start working on. So number one, confidence, like we just talked about number two, exuberance, three expressive body language. I'm going to forget what number I'm on Four, passion, five assertiveness, six optimism, seven tenderness, eight compassion, nine, a good listener, 10 humility, 11 genuine interest for others. 12 eye contact. I just looked at the screen. If you guys are watching, um, uh, dang it. Now I forgot number I was on 12 posture, 13 carriage, 14 power to attract and influence others. And uh bonus one. Also, I just want to encourage you guys that you can be introverted and charismatic. I will not get into all of that, but 100% you can, you can be confident and exuberant and passion, passionate, and even assertive, um, in your own demure, more like refined way. Don't, you don't have to be like this loud person to be charismatic. That's a huge misconception. All right. That's charisma. Um, those are just a tiny 
tiny snapshot, but, um, hopefully that helped you guys. And I would definitely go back and like assign those three things and maybe like categorize, okay, am I power heavy, warmth, heavy presence, heavy, which one do I need to work on? So it's kind of fun. Number three out of four, the third C is connection. So the number one thing that you need to remember is that connection is emotion driven. Connection is not achievement driven. Um, I can say this with hundred percent sincerity that probably every single strategy call that I get on, if you haven't booked one yet, book one, they're free for a couple more months. Um, and then you'll have to pay to get on a strategy call with me because they're super valuable. And I'm going to tell you exactly what's wrong with your prep. Just saying. So, um, uh, probably the number one thing that I fix in those strategy calls is that people approach their interviews with trying to quote, be the best unquote, and they lean in with their attributes and therefore they don't lean in with their emotions. So I won't get into all that. You'll have to work with us to figure out more. Um, but to connect, you have to show a wide range of emotions, not just the ones that you are comfy, comfy, comfy with. So there are five things I want to help you guys understand. There are five drives that humans feel every day, um, and that they really desire. And when we have all five of these things working, like you are mega connecting with people. And then I've got some other list things too, that you guys will really benefit from. So number one, everyone has the drive to desire and acquire. So this is like material and immaterial things. So like the achiever, the high achiever, right. And how this relates to connecting with the judges specifically is so you have to show that you have this like self-starter nature that wants more, right. That has the ability to climb all the way to the top that if you win your state pageant, you could represent your state really well at nationals. Um, they could trust you with your intellect. There's a lot that goes into that, right? So skill, desire to climb, uh, drive to desire acquire. Number two is a desire to bond. Um, this is the human innate desire to feel loved and to feel valued. Um, it's also to make others feel loved and valued, right? So think about a person that exhibits this attribute really well. That's someone that you just, that just makes you feel warm and fuzzy when you're around them. And they're like this calming, loving presence. You know, we, that's a really great juxtaposition to the drive to desire and acquire, um, because we definitely need both to be successful. Um, you can't just be this like force that walks in. You have to also have that nurturing spirit. Number three, um, we all have a drive to learn. So this is the drive to satisfy curiosity. Um, that is something extremely attractive in people when someone is not a lazy bones, right. Who's like, Hey, what's your five-year plan? And they're like, I'm good. Like, I'm just going to work at the same place forever. And you know, you're going to marry somebody, meet someone, be friends with someone that's at the same level of curiosity. Otherwise it's a huge values mismatch. And don't even get me started on that because Landon and I are doing a relationship podcast next week. So y'all will hear more about that. Um, but there is something really attractive about someone who has like an insatiable curiosity. And so make sure that you're showing that in your interview as well, that you're like a curious person who likes to discover and you're not just like satisfied with the status quo. That's kind of boring. And then it'll make you boring. Next is the drive to defend. Um, all humans have a drive to protect ourselves and loved ones as well as our property. So there's something really beautiful about somebody who will kind of be the mother hen or, you know, as a woman, obviously we love men who like to protect, but also we're like super loving and nurturing a Landon, my fiance, love it. Like it makes you feel safe. It makes you feel heard. It makes you feel all the warm fuzzies of just knowing that you're cared for. So how can you relate that to your storylines? How can you relate that to 
how you share an interview um, of, are you just somebody who's delivering information and you're kind of preaching at someone or do you take like an ownership and a responsibility of like the people that are related to my social impact or my platform are kind of my chicks in the nest. I'm a, I'm a Swanson, right? So I had to give that reference, but are these people literally like people that I am taking the responsibility to protect? I think that's so beautiful and powerful. And then the last one is the drive to feel. Um, people who connect have a drive to feel, which is the desire for emotional experiences like pleasure or excitement. Um, this is also where you really feel like positive energy flow between two people and mutual understanding when you feel like you're on the same wavelength. Like Landon and I have, a, we, we really need to like make this account, but probably at least once a day, we say the same thing at the exact same time. It's usually while we're driving or we're having like a deep conversation on date night, which is tonight, woohoo, every Tuesday. Um, but it's crazy. Like we'll finish each other's sentences like all the time. And we give each other this look and it's super cute. And, you know, you can get in that flow state with strangers. Like you really can. There's so much that you can do. Um, we'll talk about body language a little bit more in communication, but it's super fun when you know, you're like vibing with people and you, you're the one who walked in and created that. Um, gosh, that's why I love interview. And I love like on stage so much. And I think this is a huge area. Like if you struggle with being quote unquote, like sexy enough on stage, or you feel really awkward in evening gown or in, um, swimsuit, the drive to feel, making sure that you figure out within yourself how to feel authentic in that desire of creating connection and creating flow and creating like mutual, like, mm, yeah, we're vibing like, and you're not uncomfortable with that. Right. It doesn't have to be sexual at all. It's just like, oh yeah, we're vibing. This is fun. Like party, you know, however you have to like make that work in your brain is super, super important. And it might be missing, right? So this is a great thing that you can work on um, or come do a one-day intensive with us here at Omaha and we'll help you work on that yourself. So um, if you're not connecting or you're placing in the top 15 or 10 or five over and over and you can't figure out why you're not winning, this could be a huge reason why you're not winning. Okay, so we got those five things. I'm just gonna read off um, a couple other things I think will be really helpful. So other people who connect really well, um, they make others feel seen and valued. They create feelings of trust, belonging, and certainty. Um, they make other people feel seen, heard, and understood. And um, then just some questions for you. How do you create these five desires in the judges when they think of you, hear you, or see you? So even thinking about like, what's what do I pick for a headshot? What do I wear, right? Um, these things come into play for sure. And then what can you promise the judges through you in a leadership position? Which desires can you fulfill? That is a fantastic question if you have not asked yourself that yet seriously, y'all, like if you have not gone there and know the answer to that, like wrap some of these desires and knowing that these are human desires, even of your judges in the way that you answer questions, game changer. Okay. Total game changer. Okay. And last but not least communication. Number four, hopefully these four C's have been rocking your world. Um, by the way, quick little thing. Like I said, if you have not joined pageant winner secrets yet, it's a free group. I post one training every single week and interview questions and other things all the time. It is the best Facebook group in the world. Um, get on our newsletter list. We send out a synopsis of current events every single week. Um, or you can join pageants and politics It's 47 bucks a month and you get a weekly digest of everything going on in the world. We teach you things like this for a super low price. So You'll also get like 60 sample questions because Allie can't help herself every single week and it's awesome. So if you have a pageant coming up, um, it's month to month, you can cancel anytime. And uh, we're just, I'd like to think we're the best crew in the world. We have fun. So we just like to help people. That's why we do, why we do what we do. Okay. So the fourth C is communication. Um, this can be nonverbal or verbal. 
Now the test is, um, post below. If you're watching this on pageant winner secrets, um, if nonverbal or verbal communication is more important, ready? I'll give you five seconds, five, four, three, two, one, ding, ding, ding. Answer is drum roll nonverbal. Nonverbal accounts for somewhere between 83 and 93% of communication. Um, it's the reason why I could say hello, or I could say hello, right? And you guys see my hands, hello. And the way that I raise my eyebrows and use my hands and smile a little bit more, right? My greeting expresses something totally different in my communication than just saying hello, right? Like look at my face again, why, why you should join PWS is because you guys can see way more behind the scenes of what I'm actually doing, but look, just look how my greeting hello or hello, like just my face. I, I just said, hello, the same exact time, same exact thing. Even my inflection was similar. Um, but my whole energy was completely, completely different. So a couple things you can do to increase your communication. Um, first and first and foremost, this will especially, especially help you in your onstage question, y'all. So give something your full attention. You better be locked in, fully focused, figure out how you and your unique brain chemistry needs to lock in. Like for me, I need caffeine in my body and it fuels me like the sun coming in the sky, literally like not too much caffeine, but I, I take, um, some things that help with ADHD tendencies, which I have Landon has probably most entrepreneur has entrepreneurs have, um, and it helps me to focus like crazy. So figure that out ahead of time, figure out what that routine needs to look like for you to where, when you feel like you are in like total 100% focus lock-in state, and you're like, oh my gosh, I didn't look at my phone for like 90 minutes, figure out how to make that happen again. Because when you can get in that lock-in focus state, you're actually really listening, which is number two. So like fully like head to toe, nothing else in this world matters. Listening during your interview and onstage question is the most important thing in the entire world, because otherwise you don't hear the question. You don't answer it right. You're not visualizing, which we'll talk about next week and next week's podcast. Like it's just going to be horrible and you're never going to land the plane. And if you really struggle with answering quickly, this is probably your problem. The next thing is body language. Of course, like I just showed you earlier. Um, being brief yet specific, which comes from visualization. We'll talk about next week. Um, feeling driving your thinking rather than thinking, driving your feeling, having a positive, optimistic outlook, beginning with the end in mind, and then vibes and energy. What you walked into that pageant with is the, the result that you're going to get. If you walked in with anger and unresolved emotions, and you had a negative phone call right before your interview, uh-uh, sister, sorry, you're probably not going to win. Just being honest, right? We do an intro call with all of our one-on-one clients um, where we help warm them up for interview for this reason so we can get them into that focus state because it's super important. And we're coming out with a product that will help you guys to have like just click on an app and be able to do this yourselves, which is so fun. Yay, love that. Um, and then, oh, last thing. So this is, I'm not gonna get too much into this because this is reserved for our inner circle girls, um, but you probably lean more, like I said, power or warmth. You also probably lean more into masculine or feminine energy. So this is something that we're doing a huge study on in the inner circle right now. Um, and balancing, making sure you know how to access both of these is also a humongous reason why you are probably not winning your interview, point blank. So you're welcome in advance because I promise y'all this is going to help you so much. Um, yeah, so those are the four C's. This is probably my favorite podcast. Like I said, definitely could have 
like paid, you guys could have paid for this. Um, and that's not me being like, look how good I am. It's that I was like, whoa, this is actually exactly what makes people win. So this is why we do this. This is why we do the podcast. If this helped you send this to your teen, send this to your director, send this to somebody else you love that you're not competing against, or maybe you are competing against. It's great. Um, I hope this helped you guys today. Join pageant winter secrets, join pageants in politics. It's in the link below. If you want to join, just join something. I'd love to meet you. And I'd love to see you at an event here in Omaha soon. Um, and I hope everybody has an amazing week. I will see you next week for the next episode of the podcast. Bye guys. Hey guys, Coach Megan here, and thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Powerhouse Podcast. We're so honored to have you wherever you are, near or far away from the great metropolis of Omaha, Nebraska, where we are from. We are so proud to be your virtual coaches. If you could just share this with a friend that you feel like needs to hear this today, give us a five-star review if you haven't already, and click that link below in our show notes. We promise we are the nicest people. We are the nicest people, we promise, and we'd love to meet you, and we'd love to figure out if you're a good fit for our programs or make a suggestion for a different coach, different consultant, different person that's a professional in their field that can help you. The reason why we do it this way, actually, because a lot of people ask is because we want to help you practice the elements of being a great title holder from the very beginning. And one of those things is vulnerability. One of those things is being a self-starter. One of those things is being able to reach out and cold email, cold call, cold DM somebody that you don't know because of the potential opportunity on the other side of things. When I was Miss Nebraska and Miss Nebraska USA, just letting y'all know that's how you get media. That's how you get appearances. That's how you get sponsors is being willing to put yourself out there. And so we want to help you practice that from the very beginning, learn more about you and discover um, if we can help you and we'll point you in the right direction for one of our services programs and the right coach for you. Otherwise, we will absolutely make a best suggestion for you in a different direction. Because at the end of the day, we're not territorial about needing to coach every person in the world. We just want you to find your right fit so that you can make your dreams come true and unlock the winner within you. Anyways, just wanted to encourage you guys in that today. Again, leave us a review, DM us um, on Instagram at any of our handles. And with that, we'll see you guys next week.